Landerholm. I'm the founding attorney here at Landerholm Immigration APC, where we fight for your American dream. I'm really happy to be here with you today. And um, welcome to another episode of the Empowered Immigrant Live. Today, I'm going to be talking about my green card was approved. Now what? All right. And, um, and so welcome. Thank you, everybody, whether you're on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok. Like, really, thank you all so much for being here. Remember, the Empowered Immigrant Live is where we train, teach, inspire, and empower immigrants to make the most out of immigration laws and to make the most out of their lives. All right? Today, our theme is, my green card was approved. Now what? All right? And my question for you is, do you want to get a green card this year, right? Well, it's 2023, December right now. So how about this? Do you want to apply for a green card this year? Do you want to at least know what your options are this year, all right? Because we have like, what, 16 days left in the year uh, after today, and, and it's like time is ticking. And if you are interested in taking advantage of that, hey, I'd love to help you with it. Our firm is on a mission to win 10,000 immigration cases by 2035. We would love for your case to be one of them. Okay? So thanks to everyone uh, for being here, and, uh, and, and I want to jump right in. I always like to start with a brief empowerment tip, this being the Empowered Immigrant Live. Um, so, you know, it's December, and the holidays are approaching, and so how do you want to navigate this holiday season? Who do you want to connect with in your life? Who do you want to not have an argument with when you meet with your family? All right? Who do you want to say thank you to this holiday season? Who do you want to say I'm sorry to this holiday season? All right? Which parties and events do you want to attend? And which parties and events do you want to not attend? Which ones do you want to avoid? Because you know that you might, you know, do things you regret or, or whatever, for whatever reason. All right? Which parties and events empower you and which parties and events disempower you? I invite everybody to create a little holiday plan. Like here we are recording this on the 14th of December. It's about to ramp up, Right? And so create a little holiday plan for yourself. Be intentional about how you spend the next three to four weeks and think it through. And if you think it through and then act on a game plan for yourself and really connect with the family that you want to connect with, you know, and, and approach it in a way that's going to, give, that's going to empower you through the season you know, if you think that through, hey, you might make this holiday season your best holiday season ever for you, okay? And I want that for you. I want that for your family. And so, um, so anyway, that's my empowerment tip for today. Hope it's useful. Hope it's helpful, okay? So um, now, um, you know, a little segue. My, um, my, one of my taglines is the phrase, immigrants are awesome, <laughs> all right? And we post that on social media, and I've got that on the back of our mugs in the office. I don't have one to show you right this second, but it's on our mugs, immigrants are awesome. I've got a hat 
Do I have one? Oh, yeah. My immigrants are awesome hat. All right. So um, I, I, I love hats, by the way. I don't know if you can see them behind my screen here, but uh, I've got like a little collection of hats. And uh, or uh, that way. Yeah, right. On the screen. And so um, anyway, you know, immigrants are awesome. That's like one of our taglines. And why is that one of our taglines? Why does that matter? You know, for me, it's like politically, we've got an election coming up next year. There are so many people in the United States right now. There are so many people in the world right now that just don't get it. All right. They think that immigrants are not awesome. They think that immigrants are like a problem. There are people that believe that immigrants are a problem. Okay. And I just want to like shout out to those people like, hello, no, actually, if you get to know immigrants, immigrants are awesome. All right. It says it right on my hat. All right. Like, like, like proof. <laughs> they are. I work with immigrants, like thousands of immigrants. I meet with people every single day. And let me tell you, they're an enormous contribution to our society. In my opinion, they're one of the biggest contributions to our society that you can possibly have. They bring a new mindset and a new uh, culture and a new, uh, let, let's talk about all that we, I mean, I don't need to go into it right here, right now, but, you know, food, music, culture, ideas, entrepreneurship, uh, uh, all the different ways that a society is enriched by having new contributions and fresh ideas come into it. It's an enormous contribution. And it's like, hello, that was the basis of the United States. That is why the United States is such a vibrant and uh, such a powerful economic force, yes, but so vibrant culturally and in other ways because we have people from all over the world and we have welcomed them, all right? And so anyway, immigrants are awesome. I really appreciate every person who is uh, here and, and watching our live session and any immigrant who has ever worked with me or with my firm. Like, you're awesome, all right? Don't forget that. So I wanted to say that today. Alec B., I see you there. Hey, happy holidays to you, too. I've been watching your show for a long time. Thankful for all the advice and encouragement. Alec, thank you for saying that. All right? Like, thank you. Thank you for being a longtime listener. I really appreciate that. All right? Um, so, um, so now I'm going to tell you a story, all right? Yesterday, I met with a longstanding client of mine, and I congratulated him, all right, on finally winning his green card. This guy hired us, hired me when I was like, I might have had one employee back then, 2012, all right? Little teeny tiny office. We've grown since, you know, over the years. And um, he hired us for a U visa, and his U visa was a long, slow process. His case was tricky, all right? If you want to know why it was tricky, this was the first case that I ever argued where it was based on an attempted assault, all right? There was no actual contact, all right? 
So to win a U visa, remember, you have to be the victim of a crime, and it's got to be a qualifying crime. Well, he wasn't actually hurt or harmed by this. Some guy was following him with a weapon with the intention of robbing my client at gunpoint, but my client ran away and hid and, and jumped behind some bushes and called the police right away, but he was never actually assaulted. He was never actually robbed, all right? And we argued that it still qualified for a U visa, and after several years, he got various, uh, multiple requests for additional evidence about what happened, and we had to respond and respond, but ultimately, immigration agreed. They approved that visa, and then uh, three years later, he was eligible to apply for a green card. Well, he just won his green card last week, and I just met with him yesterday. Client, uh, you know, I'm not going to say your name for confidentiality reasons, but if you're listening right now, huge congratulations to you, all right? And, uh, and thank you so much for listening with, uh, or, or for listening, of course, to this podcast and to our live today. But thank you so much for all of the years uh, working with me and with my team. All right. So uh, huge congratulations to you. And so, but here's the thing. During this whole process, he has not been able to travel. His father passed away and I had to advise him that the best advice was to not leave the United States. It could have jeopardized his whole case. So now he's finally won his green card. Now he can travel. Now he can pay respects to his father who passed away. And now he can finally visit his mother who he hasn't seen in years. All right? So I, he came to my office and I explained to him what I want to explain to you and that is, hey, I won my green card, now what? All right? After you win your green card, what's next? All right? What do you need to know after you win a green card? All right? So I want to explain it. All right? When you win a green card, all right, this is, you want to talk to your lawyer about everything that I'm going to tell you. All right? Because there are some instances where what I'm about to tell you might not be recommendable. But for him and for many people, once you have a green card, you are okay to travel. Okay? If you have certain crimes, convictions against you, that might not be the case. But absent that, absent that situation, you've got a green card, green cards are travel documents, and they do automatically include travel authorization. So here's the way it works. Use your passport, your Mexican passport, your Salvadorian passport, your passport from wherever country you're from. Use your passport to travel wherever in the world you're going to travel to. And then when you're re-entering to the U.S., present your passport along with your green card. All right, the green card itself doesn't give you travel authorization into any other country. It's travel authorization to return to the U.S. Got it? But don't leave the U.S. for more than six months at a time. All right? And why is that, everybody? Why is that? Because a green card means, a green card means that you are a quote-unquote lawful, permanent 
resident of the United States. And so you want to show that you are residing in the United States. If you're out of the U.S. for more than half the year, the question arises. It's like, wait a second, are you still living? Are you still residing? Are you still maintaining your residence in the United States, right? Because if you're out for too long, typically it is an issue if you're out for more than a year, the government can allege that you have, quote unquote, abandoned that residency and they can take away your green card, put you into removal proceedings. The practical reality, though, is don't leave for more than 180 days because when a person's out for more than 180 days, Border Patrol, all right, has to readmit you, which means you've got to comply with all admissibility provisions at that time. It's a more uh, uh, arduous process coming in after travel, um, you know, if you've been out for more than six months. So if you're a green card holder, please don't travel for more than six months. And if you know you have to, or if you know you need to, or if there's some other situation in your life, hey, you need to go take care of a sick family member, and it's going to take more than six months, there is a way to do it, all right? Talk it through with your lawyer. There is something called a re-entry permit um, that can actually, if you apply for it in advance, you can, it can give you up to two years outside the U.S., all right? But talk it through with your lawyer first, okay? Now, what else is a green card? A green card is work authorization, okay? So once you have a green card, you know, you're allowed to work any job in the U.S. except for certain federal jobs that are limited to U.S. citizens, all right? So it, it, they, it comes with work authorization. Um, now, to maintain your green card, you want to obey all laws, you want to pay your taxes, and in five years, let's apply for citizenship, all right? And there are some exceptions to that. You can apply sooner, after three years, if you're living in marital union with a U.S. citizen. Those are the points. Those are the main points uh, that I share with all of my new clients who have just newly, freshly won their green card. And then I like to take a picture with them, holding up their green card. And we've got a, in our reception area, we've got our lobby is full on the wall of our clients with photos with our uh, with their new green cards and um, and then yeah we close their case and we set up follow-up tasks to follow up with you uh, at the time that we're ready to uh, to apply for citizenship the only other point to say is that so there are some you know you got to pay attention when you first get your green card make sure you note the expiration date make sure that your name your date of birth, your country of birth, all the information on the card is 100% accurate, all right? Because that can cause an issue when traveling, all right? You want to make sure that the information on that card is accurate. Um, don't lose the card. If you lose it, uh, there's a way to replace it on Form I-90, but it's a headache, so don't lose it. Save it in a safe place. Um, and then uh, the only other thing that comes up sometimes is if it's a two-year green card, not a 10-year green card. If it's a two-year green card, then it's a quote-unquote conditional green card, and then you're going to have a whole other step to go through to remove those conditions on Form I-751 um, uh, 90 days before the expiration of your card.
anyway, there you go. There you go. So, uh, so that's basically everything that I wanted to say. Um, Alec B., I see you here again. I've become a U.S. citizen. Thanks for all the info and advice. Now I can vote, all right? Let's vote and let's not allow Trump to win. Hey, you're, you're speaking my language. Alec, thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you for saying that. <laughs> I love it. So, um, so that's really it, everybody. Thank you all so much for being here. Uh, thanks to my friends here on Instagram, um, C.H. Armain, hello, thank you, and Lawyer Moldova, hello, thank you, and how much is your consultation fee? You know, thank you. Uh, that depends, actually, on various things. It goes between, like, depends on whether it's video or in person. It depends on what type of case you have. Between $100 and $150, all right, is what we're charging right now. Um, and that's a, uh, slightly reduced rate, um, because of the holidays and other things we're wanting to, to bring in more consults right now. Uh, when things, when the calendar is jam packed, uh, we raise it to $250 per consult. And so if you want to take advantage right now, Hey, we'd love to, we'd love to get you, uh, get you in for a consult. Um, and so, you know, give us a call. We'd love to have you take advantage of that. All right. Lori, I see you here on Instagram. Thank you. Gagastikal, hello, thank you. Sharif, great to see you. Thank you uh, for joining me here on Instagram. And, uh, and yeah, and C.H. Uh, Armain, thank you. All right, I appreciate it. So, um, and Alec B., thank you for your comments here. Everybody else, whether you're on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, like, thank you all so much. I really appreciate each of you for being here with me today. Uh, that's all I got. And so uh, we will do this episode in Spanish in just a few moments. So if you speak Spanish, feel free to join in for that. And uh, Sharif, thank you. I see you. And, um, and so, yeah, I really, I really appreciate it. Um, if, um, if this was useful, hey, please subscribe to our channel in, uh, in YouTube. And when you do, please click the notifications bell and we'll get you uh, a notification whenever we upload an additional video with updates, news, etc. And as always, if you have an immigration case, please give us a call. We are here to help. We would love to help. And, uh, and in the meantime, hey, have a great holiday season. You know, uh, there's, no, there's no gift for the holidays like the gift of freedom that comes with an immigration benefit. So if we can help you with that, hey, we'd love to help you. So, all right, you all, thank you. Thank you so much. We'll see you on our next episode of the Empowered Immigrant Live. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye.